0: Real quick, before I get to today's q and I have a special Mother's Day 2021 offer for you, and trust me, you do not want to miss this one. There are probably one or two things standing between you and profitable online poker. Maybe it's calling too much, not understanding the math, bad limping habits, or maybe you just never study. Well, For this Mother's Day, I'm going to be your poker mom. You know how your mom looked you up and down before sending you off to school each day, right? She made sure you had your lunch, your jacket, your books, all that jazz. If you didn't have something, she'd get it for you and then send you to school knowing that you were now prepared. Well, I'm going to be your poker mom over the next 10 days with my 10 days for $10 special. You're going to have access to the entire Poker Forge, all nine masterclass courses for 10 days. But here's the thing. I'm going to be your poker mom, right? I'm not going to let you bounce around willy-nilly without any real purpose. I'm going to be your poker mom guiding you smartly through the forge. I'm going to review your stats and win rates, and I'll find your number one area of opportunity. Then I'll give you two video and action step recommendations from the poker forge that address exactly what you need to work on. Because, hey, I'm your poker mom. I want you to get the most out of your 10 days so that you're going to be prepared for your poker future. To learn more and to take me up on this 10 days for $10 special, just go to Pokerforge.com. The offer ends at midnight on May 10th, Monday at midnight. Once again, Pokerforge.com for all the details. Now on to today's question. Today's question comes to us from Rodney, and it's taken from a longer email, but here's his basic question what's the best thing I can do to improve my post-flop game? So I'm about to give you an answer, but if you want to see a transcript of my answer, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com pod340. So once again, the question was, what's the best thing I can do to improve my post-flop game? Now, this really depends on your current stats and your win rates. Uh, if I saw your numbers, I could definitely help you out more and give you some specific direction, like if I was your poker mom, right? But for most of my students, there are two major areas of post-flop weakness that they have. Area 1 is calling too much post-flop, and Area 2 is not considering range and board interaction. Let's talk first about calling too much post-flop. You might know that this is an issue of yours if you filter in your Poker Tracker 4 database, filter for a call flop C bet, call turn C bet, call river C bet, and if you see highly negative win rates, this is probably an area for you. When it comes to post flop calling, there are only three reasons to call any bet on the flop or the turn. The first reason is that you're making a value call, this means that your hand is ahead of their betting range and you just don't feel like raising. The second reason is with a plan to bluff later. So maybe you see a potential way to bluff on a future street, maybe based on the board texture, the cards, your opponent's range, your opponent's general tendencies. You might see uh, a spot that you can bluff later. So you call now to put you in that bluffing spot. And the third reason is a good drawing price, so you can mathematically make a profitable call to try and hit your draw on the next street. And basically, outs and odds math is what you got to do to determine if you're getting a good drawing price. If your call does not fit any of these reasons, then bluff raising or folding is better than calling. Now, I had mentioned those are the three reasons to call on the flop or turn. On the river, there's only one reason to call and that is if your hand is ahead of their betting range. In order to know that your hand's ahead of their betting range, you've got to be able to name worse hands that they're making this bet with right now. You don't want to just call because you hope your hand is ahead. If you can name a few reasonable betting hands that you beat, then calling is often totally fine on the river. Now before every call, decide which reason you're calling for. And a great habit to develop, and I talked about it in the first Mother's Day Q&A episode 337, the habit to develop is to ask and answer poker's ultimate question. What are they doing this with? You ask that before every call, and your answer to that question will guide you to the best decision, whether it's to actually call, maybe it's to fold, or even to value raise or bluff raise them. Now, the second thing that most of my students have an issue with is not considering range and board interaction. Now, This is actually a pretty tough skill to develop, and it takes a lot of hand-reading practice and a lot of time with programs like uh, uh, Flopzilla. It's your job to play the player in poker. Like, you're not just playing your cards on the board, right? You've got to play against your opponent, and a big part of playing against your opponent is putting them on that pre-flop range of hands and then gauging how well it interacts with the board. There are some boards, right, like the uh, king-king-five board. That's a hard-to-hit board, and almost no range interacts well with it. On the other hand, there are very wet boards, like queen-jack-nine with two hearts, or eight-seven-six with two spades. Those boards might interact very well with different ranges. By interacting well, I mean that the range hits a lot of pairs and draws and pair-plus-draw kind of hands. For example, let's say you open raised and your opponent three bets you. You choose to call with a, uh, a Broadway heavy range. You call his three bet with a Broadway heavy range. Think about hands like ace king, ace queen, ace jack, ace ten, king queen, king jack, uh, uh, uh king ten, queen jack, and jack ten. Just all the best Broadways, most of them suited, right? With that Broadway heavy range, you interact really well with that queen jack nine board. You hit lots of pairs. You even got two pairs. Pair plus draws, like Queen-King has the pair plus a gutshot plus one over card, right? Um, and you even have some made straights on the Queen-Jack-9. If King-10's in your range, you possibly hit a straight. So your range loves this board. But you've got a Broadway-heavy range, and the board comes out 8-7-6 with two spades. Well, You didn't hit any pairs nor good draws other than a few flush draws. And what if it wasn't even uh, two spades? What if it was a rainbow eight, seven, six? You don't even hit that. All you have is a ton of overcards in a three bet pot, right? So if you think about these two boards, you're more likely, your range, you're more likely to continue on the queen, jack, nine board versus that eight, seven, six board. And so I was talking about you, your range in the board right now, but just flip the script. You do this exact same thing with your opponents based on how your opponents enter the pot pre-flop. You can put them on a range when that flop hits, when the turn hits, when the river hits gauge how well their range interacts with the board. Now, the best way that I know uh, to work on this is to specifically work on various ranges and how they interact on different boards. So to help you do this, I created a podcast episode number 134, long time ago. It's all about seabedding board textures. And um, uh, you can find a link to it through the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod340 for today's show notes. Or you can go directly to this show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod134. In that episode, I discuss the ins and outs of putting your opponents on a range and using Flopzilla to gauge how their range interacts with various boards. And I even give you a handy spreadsheet to fill out uh, with your research, right? Because you're going to be looking at ranges on various boards, 10 different boards. And those numbers that you find with how well they hit pairs or better and draws and stuff, you can use that spreadsheet in-game to help you exploit your opponents. Speaking of exploiting opponents, for all you PokerForge members who are listening right now, I have a very uh, good video recommendation from the PokerForge that relates to Rodney's question here. In the Profitable C-Bets course, there's a video called Bread and Butter C-Betting. Now, that video teaches you how to C-Bet profitably in the situation that you must strive to be in all the time, right? You're striving to be the pre-flop raiser in position versus one or two players, you know, the bread and butter spot. So, You try to be in this spot as much as possible. So because you're going for the spot all the time, you need to learn the seabedding strategies that will maximize your profits here. And this video, Bread and Butter Seabedding, is going to help you do just that. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. It's a two-part challenge. Part one, have a better reason to call post-flop. So I want you to write down those three reasons to call on a sticky note and refer to it for every post-flop bet that you face that you're thinking about calling. Only make the call if the reason is one of the three or maybe a combination of the three. If not, fold or maybe bluff raise instead. And the second part of the challenge, if you're not a Poker Forge member, you've got to join today with the special Mother's Day 10 days for $10 deal and let me be your Poker Mom and I can help you get the most out of your 10 days in the forge. So just go to the pokerforge.com. Now it's your turn to take action and scrappy dappy do something positive for your poker game. Oh, well, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Alrighty, poker peeps, your learning isn't complete until you visit the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod three four zero. And it's definitely not complete until you become a Poker Forge member. And now is the time, 10 days for $10 special, and I will be your poker mom and give you some guidance on the perfect forge videos to help you address your areas of opportunity. So visit thepokerforge.com right now to learn more and to join today. Uh, By doing so, right, if you go right now, actually, this is the last day, the day that this episode drops on May 10th. That's the last day for this special. 10 days for $10 special ends on the 10th at midnight, and I hope you join. All right, that ends the uh, Mother's Day Q&A four-part episode or four episodes right here. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate your ears. And until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.